Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Here we ask you to have the courage to stretch your faith or allow your faith to be stretched and to celebrate you. Yes, you, because you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God, and that's something to definitely celebrate. Well, we start out each week with our declaration, and it comes from Luke 145. This week, I'll be declaring it from the New King James Version. And we just ask that when you join us, that you make it a declaration and not just something you read, and that you replace the word she or woman, depending on what version you're reading, or I'm sorry, declaring, and that you replace that word with your very own name. Again, I'll be declaring it from the New King James Version, and it reads as follows. Blessed is Vivian who believed, for there will be a fulfillment of those things which were told her from the Lord. I never get tired of hearing myself say my name, not because I'm arrogant or any of those things, but because I do indeed believe that the word of God is still alive and active, and that is indeed true for me and for every generation in my family that follows. And so speaking of generations, we're going to move on to our segment of Legacy Moves. Now we talk about how it's important to leave a legacy in the earth, not just of money and finances, which is a great thing because the word tells us that um, a wise man leaves an inheritance to his children and his children's children. However, we want to leave some integrity for them as well and just some other things. And so this week we're going to talk about, again, the gift of giving. Let's teach our children, our family members, and everyone around us that it is so important to be givers. Acts 20 and 35 tells us, and everything I do, I showed you that by this kind of hard work, we must help the weak. Remembering the words the Lord Jesus himself said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Now gifts are wonderful and nice and I love receiving them as well. Yet nothing brings me more joy than to be able to be a blessing to someone else. It usually will um, stir up memories for me of a time when I couldn't give anything. And I want you to know also that you don't have to wait until you're a billionaire, a millionaire. You have thousands or even hundreds of dollars in the bank. You can give. And sometimes God is going to ask you to give the last thing that's in your hand, that's currently in your hand, whatever that is. I want to encourage you to do it without any fear, without any doubt that God's going to provide for you. I want to encourage you to give and give and give and give. Do not talk yourself out of giving. The moment you hear, bless him with $20, purchase this for that person, do this for that person, do it. I know sometimes the next, because it's so easy. I have a really great friend and she says to me, it's so easy to talk yourself out of it. She says, but when God speaks on you to move, to, to give, to move, because the, first of all, you can, sometimes we think, is that really God? But you're, the enemy is not going to tell you to give. He's not going to tell you to be a representative of God's grace and mercy in the earth. Um, so just know that if you're giving and you, you're being told to give and you know in your spirit that you're to give, then do that thing because I promise you, it's going to bring you so many more blessings, more than what's in your hand, more than what you can count. And the word tells us, it says, give and it shall be given to you. Shaking together, pressed down and running over shall men pour into your bosoms. So he's saying, I'm going to multiply you. And the Lord says, I promise you, I I swear I'm going to bless you. So line yourself up for a blessing. Okay. 
And it, it may not always be a monetary thing, but I promise you the blessings of God are so amazing and so wonderful. Even his peace alone in a situation that where it looks like you're outnumbered or when the, the, the things are against you. And even when it's in a situation where, hey, this is a consequences of my own actions, but God will look at you and show you mercy and grace because the heart of the king is as a river in his hands and he wills it as he may. So I'm just telling you, be obedient to God, trust him and teach your children and your family to trust God in your giving, in your giving and not just in your local assembly, but that's included as well. So now we're moving on to business shout out. (laughs) So I tried to make sure I pronunciated that a little better than I have in the past because for the last several weeks, my daughter who... Um, it's outside of the studio at times um, when I'm recording this. She's like, it does not sound like from where I am that you're saying business shout out. Even though I know you are, it sounds like business shout out. So <laughs> I'm going to clarify that. And we're saying it is business shout out. And so this week, I'm shouting out my boy Carlton Ballestero of Cornerstone Creative. This young man is 21 years old and he is one of the most amazing people that I've ever met in my life. Carlton is unique and that's one of the things I love about him. He's a different kind of dude. Um, It's been a blessing for me to watch him come into his own. He is a photographer, a videographer, a producer. Um, I'm sure there's a thousand other things that Carlton does that I haven't even thought of or know how to even put a title on it. He's just amazing. And I am waiting for the day that he really, really realizes just how awesome and amazing the gift is that God has given him. But you won't have any doubt about that gift when you go over to cornerstonecrtv.com. You will realize what I'm saying, which is that this guy's mind is genius. His swag is ridiculous. And coupled with his humbleness and the anointing of God on his life, he can't help but flourish in his in his fields. So if you're getting married soon, you need a photo shoot, headshots, family portraits, whatever you need he is your guy he is my guy and I will co-sign him and his work any day of the week month year decade he's got my vote so again go over to cornerstonecrtv.com and schedule your appointment with Carlton Ballestero or you can email him at carltonballestero at gmail.com and since I know that people often misspell their last name I'm going to spell it out for you it's Carlton C-A-R-L-T-O-N B-A-L-L-E-S-T-E-R-O carltonballestero at gmail.com or again visit cornerstonecrtv.com and check my boy out So now we're moving on to the inspiration. This week's podcast is entitled, I'm Full. Now I know some of you are getting ready to say that word in the upcoming week with with it being Thanksgiving and all, but I wanna just address this on a spiritual level of being full. The definition of full is completely filled, containing all that can be held, filled to utmost capacity, unable to consume more, usually talking about food or drink, Satisfied by what one has eaten or drunk, complete, entire, maximum. And immediately, I thought about food as bread of life and drink as living water. 
So in John 4 and 14, and I'm reading from the New International Version, it says, but whatever, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become in them a spring of water welling up to eternal life. And then in John 6, 33 through 35, and again, the New International Version, reads as follows for the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world sir they said always give us this bread then Jesus declared he declared ha I love that I am the bread of life whoever comes to me will never go hungry and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty and so as the Lord started like downloading all of this to me and making this really clear he, so the Lord told me, he said, um, I want you to talk about Thanksgiving for the entire month on your podcast, not just for the week, but for the entire month. And so I did what I did last year. I reached out and I said, Hey, um, I put it on social media. If you have something to be thankful for, send me a recording and I'm going to incorporate it into the podcast. And we're going to talk about, you You know, people will get to hear you share how you're thankful to God this year. I sent that out weeks earlier and I received nothing. And the Lord said to me in that moment, he said, I wanted you to see that the perspective of my people need to change. And it wasn't just like, oh, you people who listen to the podcast, because when I woke up this morning, he said to me in my time with him, how do you see me? How do you see me? And so I began to write in my journal how I see God and how I saw him in the past um, or how actually I saw myself affected how I saw God. But in reality, how we see God should affect how we see ourselves. And in that, we should see that we're full. So in this last scripture, John 6, 33 through 35, when he says, I am the bread of life, whoever comes to me, he made this clear to me. When you come to me, you have to come surrendered. You have to come being able to um, surrender everything you knew before me, everything that you believed before me, everything that you held higher than me. And you've got to surrender that to me because you've got to recognize that I am God, that I will take care of and provide everything for you. But bigger than just you needing the these things that you think are such a big thing in your life, like um, housing and rent paid and bills paid, I have so much more for you, but you've got to come to to me surrendered in every single way come to me empty so I can fill you and then when he said you will never go hungry and um who believes in me will never be thirsty he addressed the belief of him the belief of who he is as our great and mighty God he said if you believe that I am God and I am who I say I am and that I will fulfill every promise that I gave to you it does not matter what you're walking in be it a p- pandemic be it an, an eviction notice on your door be it a zero or a negative in your account be it a spouse leaving you or not acknowledging you be it that you have not yet been married though I promise that to you no matter what it is that you are in when you have the right perspective of me as God, you're going to perceive and believe and walk in the fact that you are already victorious, that you'll never hunger for anything and that you'll never thirst. Doesn't mean I won't get thirsty and need to drink water because I need to drink some water right now. But at the end of the day, I will, my, my spirit and my soul will be full. My expectation of God will be full. My revelation of God will be full and my life will be full of his, um, 
fulfilled promises because I will walk and live in a place of expectation. My response to Jezebel, and I, and I say that because there's a spirit of fear and a manipulation that has been running rampant in this world, in this earth, since the time of this pandemic. It's been present before that, but it has been very prevalent in this time frame. But you will not, you will let Jezebel stand out on your porch and announce whatever Jezebel's going to announce, whether it's they're announcing, hey, we're evicting you, or it's announcing, hey, you're sick and you have this disease, or whatever is being announced, you will understand that that word falls to not in the face of your God, that there is nothing that anyone or anything can do to you, no matter what weapon is formed, it shall not prosper. Even if it looks like, Hey, this didn't end the way I wanted it to. If God allowed it to play out, it's just going to push you to something greater. He's closed that door and he's pushing you to something greater. But you've got to stand in that place where the door is closed. Turn your back to the closed door and say, Lord, show me where you're sending me. And go in that place boldly. Walking, knowing who your God is and knowing who you are. So today I pray that you are full of peace, of his truth, of hope, of joy, of love, and of excitement because you have an expectation in this moment and forevermore for God to fulfill every promise that he has made to you. People of God, I love you. I'm praying for you. I speak clarity over the cloudy lens for which you've been looking through to see our God and that you will see him in the perspective of the truth of who he is. I bind up the spirit of confusion from over your life, the spirit of bitterness, the spirit of lack and poverty. I bind all those things up right now in the mighty name of Jesus. And I release healing over you. I release peace and joy and love and abundance. In the mighty name of Jesus, this is Vivian Bell, your host of She Who Believes, the podcast, where we celebrate you and encourage you to stretch your faith. I pray that today your your faith has been challenged and that it has been stretched and that you will walk by it because I promise you, our God will not fail you. He'll never forget to show up for you because he's God and he's ever present in every one of your situations. Be blessed. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. So here at our podcast, we start out each week with our declaration. It comes from Luke 1 and verse 45. We only ask that if you choose to join us, that you will replace the word woman or she with your very own name, and that you'll make this declaration with us believing the scripture, believing this word is indeed for you. This week, I'm going to be declaring it from the message version of the Bible. And so it reads as follows. Blessed Vivian, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. I don't even think I need to add anything to that. 
We believe God. We want to encourage you to do the same thing. Here we stretch your faith and we ask that you consider just celebrating you. And I know that may sound arrogant, but it's really not because we're saying celebrate you because you are made in the image of the almighty God. Fearfully and wonderfully made you are. And here we're here to build you up. This week in our Legacy Moves, we're going to talk about wisdom. So how do we um, impart wisdom to generations coming after us? We do this thing. We example it. We live it out so that all who know us in this generation and those who see us every single day will know that we were a living, breathing example of wisdom. Where do we get wisdom? We get that from God, of course. We seek him, um, seek him for direction in our lives, um, in every area of our lives. So James 3 and 13, New English, and I'm sorry, New International Version reads as follows. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. So we teach them to be wise in their daily lives. We teach them in their service to God, to be wise in their service to God. We teach those coming after us, those that are here with us now, how um, to be wise in the stewardship of their time, talent, and treasures. And I'm talking treasures of every kind, not just money. We have other treasures. We have, again, our talents. Our treasures may be um, our ability to be administrators. Whatever your talent and treasures are, be great stewards over those and do it all for the glory and honor of God. <clears throat> so speaking in reference to wisdom, I have a little story to share with you guys. As you know, I share with you guys about my children all the time because, well, they are gifts from God. They really are. Um, and I'm just really blessed as a mom to have like two really amazing kids. They're not perfect because none of us are, but they are perfect for me. They always have been. And I will tell anyone that they saved my life. They literally saved my life because I know that had it not been for them and knowing I was responsible for their lives and that knowing that if I made this decision, it could lead them astray. They kept me in line. So they saved my life. Well, I'll tell you guys this. So my son, Chris, for like the last several weeks, he has been making some, um, what I consider questionable decisions. Um, it was nothing illegal, nothing life threatening or anything like that. Um, just something that I, I couldn't understand. And it didn't seem that there was any wisdom from God in the decisions he had made. I even asked my best friend to pray for him. Um, and, <laughs> and, um, I told him what was going on and just, you know, pray with me, pray for him, pray for us. And, um, so anyways, um, my son uh, later came to me and advised me that he was going to make a decision. Um, the truth is he had actually already made it, made up his mind about it. had gotten the ball rolling and was very matter of fact about him informing me. He wasn't asking, he was informing and not in a disrespectful way. He was just saying, this is what I'm going to do. Before I could speak, he said, I prayed about it and God, well, I'm good and it's good. So for a few seconds, I really wanted to say something, but the Holy Spirit would not allow me to. Then about two days later, God opened a door. I'm talking wide open for my son because he had made the decision a few days prior. Now, when it happened, he said uh, these words to me. He said, God had been dealing with me bad. That th This is a young person's speech or these words will replace God's been impressing something upon my spirit or whatever words you usually would say when the Lord or the Holy Spirit's tugging on you. 
And he said, God had been dealing with him about settling. He said, God told him, um, what you chose was a good thing, but it wasn't what I had for you because I know your heart's desires. You took the first thing because by standards, it was good. By standards of man, it was good, but you won't be happy with what's good for other people because that what's good for them isn't what's good for you. And then the next morning, after my son shared this with me, his conversation with God or God's instruction to him, um, God said this to me. He said, your son did what you showed him. And of course I raised one eyebrow or at least in the spirit because I haven't quite figured out how to raise one eyebrow and not raise the other. <laughs> um, but then the Lord um, took me back to a few years back when I was in the midst of a time where I was in a similar situation. Um, everyone around me was giving me their opinion, their, their facts and why this or that was the best choice for me. I had, um, they told me how I needed to humble myself and that I needed to accept that God had not actually spoken this thing to me and to accept what they were offering, um, to, to get off my high horse. One person actually said to me, this went on for eight months, yet I stayed the course and God gave me in the end, um, what he had, ble- what he had said he would bless me with. And he blew my mind beyond measure. Then he also reminded me of the words that I said to my children during that time. And previously, I told my children, don't ever let anyone make you doubt what God has said to you. When you know you have a word from God, stand on that and do not be moved. No matter who understands or lacks understanding, I want you to trust God. I told them this, even if the person who doesn't understand is me. Because God didn't give me the word. It was your word from God. So this year, let it be the beginning of the time with your family in which you part wisdom to them, in which you make a decision to live a life according to God's wisdom and direction. Leave a legacy of heavenly wisdom in this earth. Proverbs 16, 16 says in the New International Version, how much better to get wisdom than gold, to get insight rather than silver. So again, let's leave a legacy of wisdom, heavenly wisdom in the earth. This week's business shout out. Again, you will hear me pronunciate that better each week. And I thank my daughter, Sierra, for saying, hey, that is not what it sounds like you're saying. So business shout out. Before I go into this week's business shout out, actually, I want to pause and just give thanks to God for giving us all wisdom to create wealth in our businesses. For with God, with our God-given visions and dreams, that God has, of course, given to us because that's why I call them God-given. We just want to thank him for that because not only is he the giver of the dreams, but he's also the fulfiller of those dreams. And nothing we have exists without God and we can do nothing without him. So today, during this business shout out, I want to just say thank you, Lord. So Lord, we want to say thank you. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you for life. We thank you for your your imputed righteousness, the righteousness that you imputed upon us, that 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 breastplate that you placed on us, Lord God, that, that helps us to become righteous on our insides because you've given us your righteousness. You've made us righteous, Lord God, and we thank you for that. We thank you that you 
put gifts and talents on the inside of us, even us, oh, wretched men and women that we are, but yet you have made a choice to bless us and allow us to be the ones that you use as a conduit in this earth for others to see your face and your hand on a daily basis. We are humbled by that. We are grateful by that. And we thank you. We thank you for healing us, for giving us grace and mercy. And we just thank you for your love. Your word says that you are love. And because of your love, your blood was shed to save our souls. And we thank you for that. And we give you glory in Jesus name. Amen. Now this week's business shout out. So on the eve of Thanksgiving, I think it's only fitting that I shout out this particular business. I say that because this business has sponsored this podcast for during our first year. It also has blessed many families, including my own, when we've had hard times. Um, this, this business has blessed people with jobs and income during tough times. Um, it has secretly supported families that were in hard times that had, were both, um, the, both spouses did not have jobs. Their family were, was lacking food this particular business reached out and blessed them. And I only know this because the families that the business blessed ended up telling me they were blessed by this business and how they were praying for this business. And, um, this business has given to the community and served during the St. Petersburg college MLK day of service. This company's motto is if you can get it dirty, we'll get it sparkly clean. And they do that every time, just like the Lord, just like the Holy spirit. Um, the blood of Jesus gets, gets everything clean, no matter how dirty it is. So anyway, their motto is if you can get it dirty, we'll get it sparkly clean. And as I said, they do it every single time. And this week's business shout out goes out to sparkly clean services. Its owner, Leonard Hayes is a man of God who honors the Lord in and through his business while he is and his team are detailing your car. They're leaving some anointing and they're filling it with their prayers. They clean cars, trucks, vans, SUVs, RVs, roofs, driveways. They pressure wash residential and commercial. They soft wash. I'm, I'm sure I'm missing some things that they do. Um, they have an, a great pool ser- pool cleaning service. And um, if you're like us and in Florida, Um, where his business is currently located. Um, You can still swim during this time of year. So give him a call. He'll get your your pool, your hot tub, whatever you're enjoying. Him and his team will come and get it sparkly clean. So you can reach them at 727-678-6478. Again, that's 727-678-6478. Or visit the website Sparkly Clean Services. That's S-P-A-R-K-L-Y clean services with the s.com sparkly clean services.com or visit them on facebook and instagram now on to our inspiration today's title of the podcast is consider this psalms 100 i'm reading this from the king james version <laughs> that's my daddy's favorite version and it's one of his favorite scriptures and so it reads make a joyful noise unto the lord all ye lands Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth is endureth to all generations. 
Now, I remember as a little girl in church, my dad reading the scripture during services. It's one of his favorites, so we heard it often. (laughs) He would read it so often that I learned it by heart at a very young age. But now, I actually understand it and I hold it dear to my heart. It tells us all to make a joyful noise, noise unto the Lord. This means to give him praise because he is worthy of it. Serve the Lord with gladness tells us this because the knowledge of him, our God, and who he is should bring you joy. Come before his presence with singing. To honor the presence of God is not something you should attempt to ignore or downplay. To have God in your presence is an honor. It's humbling, it's life-changing, and God himself is an atmosphere changer. God's presence is something I pray to be in my home, my businesses, and everywhere that I go. Oh yes, God is everywhere, all the time present. But are we always aware of his presence is the question. Do we always sense it? This, that's the point. Now know that the Lord is God. This word is telling us to know who he is, to understand his vastness, his abundance, the largeness of who he is as much as we can from a human perspective. It tells us that we did not create ourselves, that God made us. He made us. He's touched us with his hands. He's made us. He's given us his spirit. We are his sheep, the ones he protects, the ones he shepherds. But it also says we are the sheep of his pasture, which means we get to rest in his goodness and abundance. So let's enter his gates, which is the doors of his house, with thanksgiving on our lips, and into his courts, into his sanctuary, with praise. Be thankful to God and bless his name. Stop your complaining and realize that there's always something to be thankful for. For the Lord is good. (laughs) He is good the ultimate definition of it. His mercy is everlasting forever and his truth endures to all generations. That means that what I have, my children can have and they do. And this Holy Spirit we have, their children's children will have it for a thousand generations. I know this because his truth endures that long and I've spoken it over my bloodline for a thousand generations. So for those of you who are facing some hard times right now, whose face is sour even in the midst of this podcast thinking, she doesn't know me. She doesn't know what I'm going through. Well, I'll give you a few things to consider. Consider these things, that you are listening to this podcast so you have your hearing. That everything you were afraid of on yesterday did not stop God from raising you up this morning. That you have many miracles past that if you take a moment and grab a piece of paper to write down, you'd soon find that the five minutes you intended that it would take for you to be thankful actually would last you days, months, years, and even decades. And even then you'd run out of time, paper and ink as you write down and consider the vastness of God and his beauty in your life. I alone consider my life and how I thought to take it at the age of 12 but God and that when he spoke to me and I didn't do it how he also began to speak to me about the things he would do for me in me and through me and how I'm living in those promises even right now 
I consider how at 15 I prayed to the Lord to save my father, who was in his early 30s, having his very first open heart surgery, the one that doctors said we'd be lucky if he'd live a year after. Now here we are 30 years later, he's still with us and doing well. I consider the birth of both of my children and the miracles God performed in those times and how they both are alive and healthy and how my son, who we were told would never speak without a trach and a mic to his neck, not only does he speak, but he does so in the most amazing baritone. I consider a time of being laid off and not working for eight months with no income, yet God kept a roof over the head of me and my children, provided us food, paid our bills, and blessed us. I consider how God heals my body in the midst of worship in his sanctuary, not once, but twice. I consider the times I've seen others healed by the laying on of hands. I consider how God has turned a storm back from our land, from the place where we dwell, just because his people gathered and prayed. I consider the healing of hearts after losses that are now full of joy. I consider how the name Jesus kept a van from running my car off the road, oh glory, and how the Lord literally picked my car up and placed it in a place that I didn't even know existed on that highway until I stopped praying and realized just where I was how it was only his grace I'm not bragging well actually I am but I'm not bragging on me I'm bragging on my God and I'm I want you to note that I said my God because I want you to make it personal he's our God but maybe you've got to make it personal today and say my God maybe you've got to realize and understand that he is your God and that because he is no respecter of persons That he's done so many great things for you already. And the current situation that looks like it's going to kill you. Remember it has no power over you. And in the face of our God, it falls to naught. I want to challenge you on the eve of this Thanksgiving of 2020. Yes, this one. The one where we were are in the midst of a pandemic. Where we've seen death and loss and businesses have closed. And we've taken financial losses and all of these things. I want you to consider on this eve that you have missed things to be thankful for. And that you'll start a new tradition. One different than the years before at Thanksgiving where you may have gone around the table and told one or two things, but that maybe you'll sit and pass a sheet of paper to everyone at the table and for those who can write and those who can't, that you'll transcribe for them and you'll save it and you'll mark it Thanksgiving 2020, all the ways God made for us. (laughs) Honor our God today, tomorrow, and always. Honor him by leaving a legacy of thanksgiving in this earth that's my prayer that's my prayer for you and for this world it's me (laughs) your humble servant vivian bell this podcast is called she who believes because i just believe god and my mission is to encourage you and everyone else who hears to believe him as well god bless you and happy thanksgiving